the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hey, in case you're keeping track at home, today is number 640 of 15 Days to Slow the Spread. 640. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, Mike DeWine. We'll have news on Mike DeWine and COVID uh, in the 1145 segment today. Today is uh, not just the end of open enrollment and a reason why you should get to auinfo.com right now. Today is also the first National Signing Day for college football players. Now, this is not a sports show, and I'm not going to make it a sports show. But sometimes sports crosses into culture, and sometimes sports holds up the best of what we have left in culture. And sometimes sports demonstrates the worst of what we have in culture. Let's start with the best. Michigan State University today has announced that Tate Meyer has been added to its recruiting class for 2022. Tate Meyer will never play a down for Michigan State. He will never attend a team meeting. He will never attend a game. He will never attend a class at Michigan State University because Tate Meyer was one of the students shot to death by Ethan Crumley at Oxford Michigan High School. Tate Meyer was an outstanding junior linebacker on the football team who, when Ethan Crumley came out of the bathroom and started firing at classmates in the hallway, and they ran. Tate Meyer also ran, but he ran toward Ethan Crumley in an attempt to disarm him. Tate Meyer died a hero, and it is a class move all the way around for head coach Mel Tucker at Michigan State University to add Tate Meyer to Michigan State's recruiting class as an honorary Michigan State Spartan. Very, very well done. Now, as for the worst of sports impeding on our culture, Colin Kaepernick, the uh, ex-NFL quarterback who parlayed the end of his NFL career into a lucrative uh, career as an anti-white anti-flag, anti-U.S. whiner. Uh, Colin Kaepernick has managed to end another career besides his own in the National Football League. It turns out that NBC Sports' Michelle Tafoya, who's been the sideline reporter on Football Night in America for as long as I can remember, uh, will be not retained in that role next season. Now, why is that? Is it because Michelle Tafoya is not good at her job? No. Is it because um, they found somebody, I don't know, younger, better, prettier? It's TV, after all, to take her place? No. 
the decision to drop Mattel, Michelle Tafoya from NBC's coverage of the National Football League on Sunday night comes because Michelle Tafoya made the grand mistake of appearing on The View a few weeks ago, uh, in which she was less than full of praise for Colin Kaepernick's practice of first kneeling for the national anthem, and then, well, let's see, let's go through the litany of Colin Kaepernick actions that have caused people who have a functioning brain to brand him uh, an ingrate and uh, a self-absorbed moron. Adopted and raised by white parents, given a scholarship to the University of Nevada, drafted by the San Francisco 49ers, elevated to starting quarterback when the starter got injured. Was Colin Kaepernick, in all his various public opportunities, professed any gratitude for any of the opportunities that he was given, how fortunate he was to actually be adopted by parents, no matter what their race, who loved him and put him on a path to allow his athletic talents to flourish? No, he has not. Uh, He has instead made a self-absorbed documentary in which he likens the NFL scouting combine to slavery. (laughs) Never mind that those players who are invited, I said invited, to the NFL scouting combine are thrilled to be invited and to given the opportunity to impress NFL teams who thus pay them multiple millions of dollars to play a game. In case you were asleep in history class, No slaves were invited to come to America on a slave ship. No slaves were paid millions of dollars. No slaves were interviewed and selected and treated to untold publicity and admiration upon their being drafted to perform in certain cities around the country. Just a little difference between getting into the NFL and being enslaved. All those different differences and distinctions lost upon Colin Kaepernick. But Michelle Tafoya uh, made the argument on the view that playing in the NFL is an act of free will, and you're not entitled to it. And she said pretty much what I said about his documentary. Her exact quote was, I thought comparing the NFL to the slave trade was a little rough. (laughs) These guys enter willingly. They are the most well-cared-for people. Yes, they play a hard sport. And every one of them, black, white, Latino, whoever's playing the sport, will tell you how much they love it. And they're willing to do it. And they make a darn good living doing it. The comparison that he makes to slave owners and slaves is totally unreasonable and out of bounds. Yes, it is. That bit of truth from Michelle Tafoya has earned her her pink slip from NBC Sports. Now, here's a feel-good story about the Kentucky tornadoes. Hard to have a feel-good story when 74 people have died in the devastation in properties and in personal suffering is incalculable. But always among tragedies like this, there are stories of 
great human sacrifice and the indomitable spirit of someone who rescues someone else, sometimes selflessly, sometimes because they're a family member and you just will not accept the fact that their time on earth has come to an end. Uh, This was the situation on Friday night when the tornadoes were breaking out uh, for a man in Kentucky named Brian Brooks. Brian Brooks has been a MMA fighter. This is like the, the, the bare knuckle, you know, full contact. I'm not an MMA fan. I think it's like human cockfighting, but it's a popular sport. So Brian Brooks has engaged in it for a decade and a half. And he's at home with his kids on Friday night when the tornadoes come. He's hunkered down. His kids are in the bathtub covered up with helmets and pillows and blankets. His house got missed in Mayfield, Kentucky. He's one of the lucky ones. But after the tornado blew through town and unleashed its devastation, his cell phone rang. It was his wife. His wife worked at the local candle factory. You've heard the stories of the candle factory that was flattened. And what she said to him was, we are smashed. And then her phone cut out. He got in his truck, drove to the scene, couldn't believe what he saw. Said it was like a movie scene of a town that had been flattened by a bomb. The only thing he knew was his wife had told him that she was in the bathroom at the factory. Couldn't He said, I could hear people screaming, but I couldn't see anybody because it was dark. Obviously, no lights. Electricity had been knocked out. So he started screaming himself to locate people, and he starts pulling people out of the rubble, climbing over the wreckage, rescuing people. You can't even remember how many people he helped because he was so single-minded in his, in his, in his desire to get to his wife. So then he's over one section of the rubble and he starts yelling and he recognizes his wife's voice. And he pulled his own wife out of the carnage. And she was relatively uninjured. So this is a pretty cool story. And it speaks to the depth of love between a husband and a wife, the depth of um, persistence that it would take in that situation to just press through the difficulty. And we get into a situation so many times in our life where we encounter difficulty and the specter of what we'll have to do to overcome the difficulty is such that it stops some people in their tracks and keeps them from doing things they're capable of doing because what they desire to do is a hard thing. Our mayor, our city council, the people who lead our city, they're not, they're not unable to fix the issues that exist in our city. They're unwilling to do and say the hard thing because they might offend somebody, because it might cost them votes, because they might be criticized. They lack the moral courage to do the right thing. That's hard to watch. Hard to be collateral victims of other people's ineptitude and poor leadership. 
You can complain about it, or you can resolve to do something about it by not succumbing to the same kind of temptation to do the easy thing rather than the hard thing. So are we getting winners, Aaron? The people are anxious to go to see wild lights at the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium, sponsored by AEP Ohio, despite the fact that the zoo does not have the woke endorsement uh, of not the yet. zoological not yet. credentialing outfit. Well, then no. It's very, very easy, folks. Quarter till and a quarter after the hour. Yeah. Aaron on the Hooli Show Facebook page will post a keyword. And if you'd like a four-pack of tickets to go and see Wild Lights at the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium, sponsored by AEP Ohio. Now, I was getting the lowdown the other day, Aaron, from colleagues on the, the right way to do zoo lights. I didn't know there was a wrong way to do zoo lights. But for a guy who doesn't like to wait in line, I appreciated the guidance of my coworkers who said, if you show up at night when the lights are already on, you're more likely to be in a line. If you go at 3, 4 in the afternoon... Get in there before the crowds and get around, see all the animals, and then see the lights as well. So I appreciated the guidance. I will be at Zoo Lights the week between Christmas and New Year's with family coming into town from Arizona. So make it happen. And because it's Christmas. Well, actually not because it's Christmas, but it just sounds good to say because it's Christmas. We are in a giving mood when it comes to many other things. We have the book of the month. The99theanswer.com, a book I'm going to read, Pandemia, written by Alex Berenson. It's all about COVID. It's all about the furor and the fear around COVID. You cannot live in fear. If you are gripped by fear, you're not living. And Alex Berenson, Alex Berenson is an interesting case. Alex Berenson, how many people can I think of right off the top of my head, like Alex Berenson, who used to be part of the left, and then for some reason, didn't get the gene that most people on the left, Biden has it, Pelosi has it, Schumer has it, Ilhan Omar, AOC, Harris, most of them have the gene that precludes them from telling the truth. <laughs> right? They have the they have the they have the lying gene, not the truth telling gene. Alex Berenson had the truth telling gene. He just started looking at the data and went, wait a minute, what they're telling me about COVID doesn't work. So then he wrote a book, a book called Pandemia. Kind of a cross between pandemic and pandemonium and I suppose what academia hysteria all of that so that book's available at 989theanswer.com and then we have the discount shopping club brand new train furnace from fire and ice heating and air conditioning $4,200 value now available for less than half the price at $2,000 we have four of those available $200 gift certificates to thrive massage and wellness for just $100 and then the uh Piece the resistance. You want to wow people on Christmas morning? Have them get up, not to the sound of an alarm clock, not to the sound of Christmas carols, although that'd be a nice way to wake up. What if they woke up to the sound of a billiards game? You say, what is that cracking sound? What is that ball against ball sound? Ah, it's a brand new $6,250 eight-foot pool table that you pay just $2,500 for. The Henderson Pool Table from Billiards Plus, installed pool racks, cue, everything you need, and you choose the color of the felt. Leather drop pockets. This is a this is a really, really premium table. You save almost $4,000. All that in the Discount Shopping Club at 9890answer.com. Okay, so yesterday in court in Michigan, 
I was talking about doing the hard thing. Ginther won't do it. City council won't do it. They won't let the cops be cops. They won't let them investigate. They won't let them solve the issue in the city. Because why? They're chasing two rabbits at once, and both rabbits are getting away. We're chasing social justice, and we're chasing a reduction in crime. Because we have to chase social justice. We have to say the right things. We can't say people are bad. We can't say they're evil. We can't put evil people in jail. We've got to release them. We can't have juvenile court judges who, you know, actually view teenagers carjacking adults as criminals instead we have to say oh they're brought up in tough circumstances bruce and you know if we put them in the system then they're going to learn how to be criminals my gut feeling is if a kid pulls a gun on me whacks me over the head with it or threatens my life with it he has already taken more than remedial classes in how to be a criminal he's already well on that path And something needs to get his attention. And the thing that gets his attention is detention. Being taken off the streets for a good long time. Kids out of control become adults out of control. And you look at Ethan Crumley in Michigan, the school shooter. His parents have been charged. I think his parents should be charged if they can prove that they knew he was... More likely than not, I'll use an NFL deflategate term, more likely than not, to do what he did with that gun when he took it to school. Why would you let a kid who's troubled and talking about his classmates in a way that suggests, hints, even floats the idea of killing them, why would you give him access to a gun? Why would you go out and buy a gun and then give him access to that gun? So his parents were in court yesterday, and the husband said to the wife, I love you. Which, okay, fine. He can love his wife. He can still be a rotten dad. But here's an example. An example where parents did not want to do the hard thing. The hard thing is get their kid in counseling. Or say, look, my kid's out of control. My kid needs to be committed. My kid needs to be confined. My kid is a danger to other kids. We don't want to face that harsh reality. We don't want to face any harsh reality. (laughs) We don't want to accept the fact that society has rules. That life has rules. Just like games have rules, life has rules. And the rules are that you can't be someone who takes your frustrations, and enacts vengeance on others for them. We have laws for that. We have a system of justice for that. And the more that our leaders, our elected officials, our public servants, like Andrew Ginther, like Joe Biden, local, national, doesn't matter. As long as those people not just plant the seed, but water the seed, fertilize the seed. Every time they talk about law enforcement being systemically racist, the system being stacked against bad people, that's like a bucket of high-grade fertilizer that Ginther, Biden, and their ilk, Sherrod Brown and others, are pouring on the lie that 
sorry about it. You were born a certain color. You were born a certain income level. You were born in a certain part of the city, and you're just never going to get fair treatment. See, you speak into being a lot of the problems that you purport to speak against. Making hard choices in the short term is unpleasant for elected officials. But when you make the hard choice up front, you reduce the possibility that there will be a hard consequence later. Similarly, if you make the easy choice up front, you increase the likelihood that there will be severe consequences later. We don't invent new rules. The rules have been in place for a long, long time. Remove bad people from the streets. You reduce crime. Do the right thing with your kids. Discipline in the home. You get good results. Proven results over time. Hard things. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.